I was interrupted because said daughter, for whom I ordered the subway, came in and jokingly sang a song. Who is it that's responsible for not cutting my sandwich? Um, because my Nepalese friend asked me, would you like this subway cut in half? And I said, no. So my daughter's biggest problem is that her sandwich wasn't cut in half. Anyway, back to that girl who made the subway sandwich. All right, she was in the middle of that earthquake and um, in 2015. And, um, and she told me what it was like, she said. And I had a headache, she said afterwards um, because of all the bouncing around and I told her I don't even know what that feels like you know for living in Australia um, with a very stable tectonic plate she knew what that was <laughs> of course she lives on an unstable she used to live on an unstable tectonic plate um, or in between two tectonic plates pro probably being from Nepal um, and I said, I have no idea what that even feels like. And she said, it's just like bouncing. She said, you know, the whole earth is bouncing. Um, and she said, I, I, I ran outside. Um, and she said, and my neighbor's house just collapsed flat. You know, she used both hands, but I'm holding the phone with the other hand. But she said, um, clearly the house next door to her just went flat. And I said, did anyone die? She said, no, you know, but a lot of, a hell of a lot of people did die. Um, during the during the um, during that earthquake, because I was listening to it on the radio, and I said to her, oh, "I remember India helped a lot in the aftermath." And she said, "A lot of people helped in the aftermath." She said, um, "And that was quite good." So apparently, she she did say that was quite good. But the point of this whole thing is, um, if you're a chatty person, you get to feel. Not properly, I've, you know, I didn't get the actual feeling of bouncing up and down in an earthquake, but she did. But I got to, it's not about just hearing what she said, it's about watching her face shine um, and her eyes light up as she relived the moment, you know, of all of that. And I said, how old were you at that time? And she said, oh, about 16, you know. So um, it looked about 16 to me right now because I'm old. Um, so that would make her 21 now. So, you know, she won't feel an earthquake around here, living in Melbourne. Um, oh, but I did mention to her, there was another, there's another Nepalese lady across the road and she said she's going to try and look her up. My son ended up good friends with the other Nepalese lady. Every, so many people have got massively interesting things that have, they've been involved in in their lives if you did get chatting to pretty much everyone you meet which is something i do um you find out that there are a lot of people that have got amazing stories to tell if i could be bothered if i had time you know you could just about forget about making youtube clips like this and just go and interview people to, up and down the street and say what's the most amazing thing you were involved in in your life you know and yeah, because I've never been involved in anything all that fascinating myself. Probably the biggest thing I can I can remember was um, that moment when I realized when the second aeroplane went in on September 11. Yeah, because 
I was in bed and I said to um, my wife, um, it wasn't my wife then, but yeah, um, uh, I just heard it on the radio because I was listening to the BBC, as I do, uh, being a romantic, and um, there's an aeroplane hit the World Trade Centre, and she thought I meant the World Trade Centre in Melbourne, because we've got a World Trade Centre, I think she, her sister had done some work there. And she said, you're kidding, you know, but we were, she was thinking like plane or something. I don't know what she was thinking. She said, oh, but she just stayed there and kept reading her book or whatever. And I said, oh, I'm just going to go out because, and I said, no, 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 World Trade Centre in New York. And I said, I'm just going to go out into the lounge room. This is before the days of internet. Um, I think it was. And put the TV on to see if I could see anything. And I put the TV on and went, oh. You know, and you saw the building burning, and I, it didn't take long. You know, I don't know how long it was, maybe five or ten minutes later. Um, and the second plane went in, you know, and just like about 10 million other people in the world at that instant, I went, Oh my god, it's deliberate. You just knew instantly, oh, it's just amazing. And that's when I yelled out. Get out of here. <laughs> and then she came out and I stayed transfixed to the TV for the rest of the night. But I wasn't there. I was in Australia. And so I haven't actually been involved in anything really interesting in my life. I, I think I haven't. Uh, but a lot of people have. Been through big, big things. You know? um, I've led a sheltered existence. But I get to see and feel and hear what those big moments alike by talking to others i was I, I jumped onto facebook many years ago i haven't been on facebook yeah you know, like I, I just had to find out what it was all about you know um never been on social media since but while i was on facebook there for a little while under assumed names and all that sort of stuff and not doing the social media thing you know yeah you know, not saying things like no just no <laughs> Things like that that people put on Twitter. I still see it because it comes through on the news. Um, but I'm you know, a little bit like you used to make pen friends. I had some pen friends when I was young from Sweden and all that sort of stuff, you know. Um, and made a couple of friends here and there. And there was one girl that I made friends with um, in Nairobi. And I had in-depth conversations with her while certain terrorist attacks were going on. So I got it firsthand and she was just telling me what she was thinking, how she was feeling and all that sort of stuff. And she was saying, you know, need the death penalty for these people and all this sort of thing. She was really emotional about it and all that sort of thing. There were a few that, and just like um, when I was listening to the Charlie Threadbow shooting, Charlie Hebdo, I'm Charlie Threadbow, Charlie Hebdo thing, uh, I can never remember if it's Charlie Hebdo or Charlie Hebdo. This Hebdo. Um, he, even while the bullets, you know, we were getting alive, even the, while the bullets were ringing around the offices of Charlie Hebdo, you know, I was listening to that while it was happening. Same goes when I was talking to this, you know, uh, Bunditich was her name, and she was a great girl, you know. Um, and uh, she was um, Kalenjin. Um, they're a sort of super race um, when it comes to um, Olympics. Um, 
Anyway, they, they win the 100 metres gold medal quite often. Um, all right. Um, now, um, and even while there was a quarry, you know, where everyone was lined up, all the workers were lined up um, along the quarry wall or whatever, or some wall, and they were asked to recite a verse of the Koran. And if they couldn't, they were shot. Uh, and then there was another one where, um, at a you know, similar time, the big one was at the university. It was shocking, and you know, she knew the university. Um, another one was a bus, where they all hopped on the bus or something and just shot everybody who couldn't quote the Koran again. Um, and the other one was a university. There was a shopping mall. There's a university that was a bad one. There's a few too. This is um, Al Shabab. Um, but um, I really liked being on Facebook at that time. I gave it up, you know. Well, I only went on there as an experiment anyway, because you have to find out what the fuss is all about. Um, and I said, all right, I know what the fuss is all about. You get to really um, interact with people you never normally would in, in, in real time. And uh, that was good. But you don't need to be on social media uh, to do that sort of thing. You can just take it, go down to Subway. I'm going to sneeze in a second. And just chat to the girl behind the counter and find out what her story is. And she'll tell you. Yeah, she was there for the 2015 earthquake in Nepal. And um, it's one thing to have listened to that on the BBC while it was happening. Um, but it's another thing altogether to um, physically be with someone as they describe that to you the experience of going through the earthquake um, and uh, and I don't think that things like social media and all that sort of stuff can take the place of that uh, the human interaction of hearing someone's story live um, and that'll do this ended up a two-parter because my daughter interrupted the first part um, the um, the girl from Subway, who was in the 2015 earthquake. 